did it explode? It did. Exploded all over my face. Life Just like prison. when I'm in prison. <laughs> oh. oh dear. Filth. Hi, I'm John, and I'm not quite as blind as you think. And I'm John, and I'm just as blind as you think. And I'm not John, and yeah, I'm asking questions this week. John beat me to a uh, riffing off of John, so I'm just going to go straight into the questions because it's been a long day, and I've got some good questions that I can't wait to get to. But let's see what you think. Okay, question one. Oh, this is with John Rather, by the way. Sorry, folks. You know the drill by now. Um, would you rather be able to control your sleep pattern or your toilet pattern? So both is, is preferable. No, but I mean to the point that you go to bed, I'm going to sleep now and I'm waking up in seven hours. Or I'm about to go for a long drive. I'm going to evacuate my bowels now because that's when I need to go. I'm going to go with sleep pattern because I've got a pretty cast iron bladder, as I think we've discussed on the podcast previously. If I decide I'm not going for a piss, I don't go for a piss. It's not good for your kidneys. Uh, ironically, yeah. The man, the man with the dodgy kidneys. <laughs> I, think, I think that's just a, a Simpsons thing. I don't think Grandpa Simpsons' kidneys would have exploded if he just held it in. Um, well, is, is there a chance that those two things are connected? You just mentioned having dodgy kidneys. Do you think maybe you'd have been holding it in too much? Uh You'd obviously it'd be better to be able to control uh, your toilet pattern and know exactly when you're next going to need to go. Uh, I think it'd be great to be able to go on a 14-hour flight or something like that and not have to use those bathrooms, which are never particularly nice. Uh, that's that's got to be a good benefit. Um, so would you store it up like a sloth and go like once a week? Do sloths only go to the toilet once a week? Yeah. If they're too busy sleeping. The metabolism is so slow. Oh, yeah, that's what I do. Don't go <laughs> once a week. I bet your Love wife would don't... hate it if you got in the bathroom <laughs> after you and there's just a week's worth of build-up. <laughs> You're not a very convenient person to live with, John. That's that's not nice. No, No one's going to like that. Well, it would also mean that you'd avoid those days where you're bunged up and you have a really bad, painful stomach, because that just wouldn't happen. You just eat more fibre, more Weetabix, job done. It's called, look, it's called looking after yourself, John. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, same could you could say the same for sleep pattern. You, there I are ways have, have of improving. There's ways of improving that. I have a three-year-old alarm clock that says my name and prods me at the back. It's called boarding school. <laughs> Not all of us can afford boarding school, John. <laughs> or a shock collar. <laughs> I went with the nicer option. <laughs> They'll send social services round. Well, then Again, be problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> but without having my child taken away from me, being able to control my sleep patterns would be excellent. Oh, it's it's 9.31. I feel like an early night. I will go to bed right now and I will go straight to sleep. No questions asked. Not roll around and think about my shortfalls as a human being and be worried about the the, the plight of man until one in the morning and trying to be all existential. No, lights out, brain off. I've just got images of uh, exactly. my, my son's having dinner. There is time for a four-minute power nap and you just four minutes of sleep. 
and you wake up four minutes. Imagine how in. nice I'd be. How imagine a good person I'd be if I could just have a four minute power nap right there and then job done. I'd never need coffee. I think if if you have the power to just go, it's nine thirty. I'm going to sleep until the following day. Uh, you also need to be able to control your bladder. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to spend a good few minutes, a good yeah, twenty minutes every morning sorting out your bed sheets. I didn't realise it was able to sleep well and you're also incontinent. I didn't think that was a question. You can't have well. you can't have both. I've got one of them anyway. Just need the other one. I'll be a complete human being. I'll be a real boy. <laughs> I don't know how it's working in your head. I can either sleep well or I piss myself. Is that, <laughs> is that how? Yeah, how piss, it works? Piss, pissing yourself being the uh, the less the less violent of the two. Uh, one of the things that stops me from from sleeping like longer than perhaps I would is sometimes you wake up in the morning and you got a full bladder. Uh, oh that's the worst when you wake up and you need to pee but you don't want to move so you just lay in bed not sleeping and not peeing for like an hour and you go uh now i've got yeah no i can't wait any longer and then you're just up yeah i don't have that luxury i'm asleep and then i get woken up and then i've got to go make him a glass of juice or i've got to feed him breakfast and then i go for a wee lions are a thing of the past you know this is this is why Lying in bed needing to wee doesn't actually affect me and doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> it's not an option that I have. Not forever, though. I mean, yeah, he's three years old. Yeah, it's you're, not very, asking, you're not right. asking me this question in five years' time. You're asking me today. Yeah, it's only an 18-year right, right sentence. I mean, all right. it is, I'll, be, it... I'll be nice to him now, otherwise he'll put me into a really bad home when I'm older. <laughs> when all you're doing is sleeping and pissing yourself. <laughs> When I've got no control over either routine. <laughs> there is mm. an extreme outside chance that he'll listen to these podcasts and this will sway him one way or another if I go to like Leafy Grange or I go to Silent Hill. <laughs> ah, I'm going to use my power to be able to control when I need to go to the loo to win uh, drinking games in bars. Who can drink the most pints of beer without having to go to the toilet me no because i'm the one with the power i think you'd start like leaking i think you'd drink a beer and it would come out your ears beforehand you wouldn't piss yourself <laughs> but then surely even though you've got this iron bladder apparently surely the same would be true of you yeah it gets to that stage <laughs> it gets to the point where like i can feel my fillings getting pushed out of my teeth <laughs> see i asked this question because I, I'm not good with my sleep schedule. I struggle to not as much have the discipline as much as I used to, but still like getting to sleep if I'm like wide awake. I've started listening to other podcasts and things to help me switch off and fall asleep, which is better. But I've always struggled with my sleep Podcast schedule. Hussy. And with with my bathroom schedule, it's very much the Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic Park. When I've got to go, I've got to go. And uh, I can't imagine that's pleasant on the tube, but it's also definitely not pleasant when you're driving along the M6, stuck in traffic on a Friday afternoon, and you're at standstill, you can see the sign that says services are a mile away, but you've been waiting 30 minutes for that sign, and then you get to standstill traffic. So at that point, there's definitely less chance of me falling asleep than there is of me uh, needing to clean up my car. Hence why I asked, I need you to, I'm going to put all of my 2019 training into one of these, and I need you to help me. <laughs> um, 
I think if you sleep better, you can wee better. <laughs> I'm going to need to see your notes on that one, your research. Um, just just take my word for it. Is that good enough? I'd never mm. lie to you. True. Okay. I reckon it's the other way around. I reckon if you pee better, as discussed earlier, the whole sitting in bed for an hour, needing to go but not being able to sleep. If you didn't need to go, you would. You might still be asleep. John, um, this may be a bit radical. I'm going to come up with an alternate solution for him. A catheter and a night nurse. <laughs> okay, well, I'm turning 30 soon, so I know I'm getting from a birthday from you two. Um, I don't know. Any, any final arguments before I pass judgment? You always claim you need more sleep. Have you ever claimed you need more wheeze? Fair point. John wins. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was very close to going in the direction of the toilet one, but I realised the reason I was going in that direction wasn't down to either argument you've made, so I thought it was unfair, and you did persuade me with the last one. But I was just thinking, when you're tired, you can be a bit grumpy and a bit grouchy, but I tell you when my judgement is even worse than when I'm tired, and that's when I really need the bathroom. So Yeah, just do whatever you need to do get out of my way just go away like that's when urgency kicks and you can make some very bad decisions but it's less less often than when you're tired so yeah sleep wins if you have trouble sleeping or going to the bathroom please tweet at me or with Jay rather <laughs> and he'll help you out i will i'll tell you some of my uh, tried and tested methods and if you well, want the really struggling for sleep listen to our bank catalogue of podcasts <laughs> If they want the secret to your iron bladder, John, what can they do? Uh, they can tweet at me at John would rather. No H's, because eliminating H's from your life is part of the process. And if you'd like to get hold of me, you can leave me a secret message in a water painting. Very specific, I like it. In any particular location, or? Um, no, just your favourite art museum. Okay, I hope not, not your favourite art museum. Hmm? Not not at your local art museum where you might frequent it, just anyone across the world. No, it has to be your, if you want to get hold of me, it has to be in your favourite art museum, not mine. Well, yeah, because uh, how, how else yeah. do you know who it's from, John, you idiot? Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Oh dear. Anyway, on to question two. Uh, <laughs> I know exactly which two questions I'm going to ask, but I'm just deciding which order. Okay, I'm going to go with this one. You're both married, correct? Depends who's asking. Me. Would oh. you rather? <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're going to pay for that one. Um, would you rather your partner was 10 years older or 10 years younger than they currently are? <laughs> there is no safe There is no safe answer, John. There is literally zero safe answer to this. That is the most loaded question I've ever heard. That's it's only loaded depending on how you answer it. Um, um, hmm. John, I'll let you pick because then I'm going to say I have, I have no other choice. <laughs> well, well, John said that one, so I obviously went with this one. I mean, no. <laughs> Are we, are we saying that, like, for example, John, John or I would be in stasis for the next 10 years and we'd re-emerge and our, our spouses would be 10, 10 years more worldly than they are now? Or 
are we talking about when we when we first met the loves of our lives when we were both 19 no that just... actually they were just cougars right now as soon as you answer the question one of your wives will be 40 ish and one of them will be 20 ish i'd like i'd i'd go younger 10 years younger because i love my wife and i think the way that i can improve her life would be by giving her an extra 10 years rather than taking away 10 years <laughs> so you know if she's if if there is a set expiration date you know i've just given her an extra 10 years of life uh i mean i won't have the benefit of that extra 10 years so she's gonna have to spend it alone um but that's mean john that's horrible of you but you know hopefully she will find something useful to do with that time and uh maybe train to be a sparky or something <laughs> good option um i would rather my wife be 10 years older um because <laughs> i i want to i want to prove to to her that her knees are awful and she needed to go to a doctor about them and then when she's hobbling around or in a wheelchair i can go ha i was right <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, my wife's knees make a horrible noise when she stands up. Ah. It sounds like rubbing two ring binders together. So you just want to fast forward to the point where she can't ignore it anymore, so look out for her health. Yeah. Okay. Could have could have phrased it better. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I think I phrased it exactly how I felt. Ah, Mine came enough. from a place of love. Yours came from a place of, I want to be right. Any other? There must be more reasons than just her knees, John. Why else do you want her to be 40? <laughs> Um, we'd probably end up kicking the bucket at a similar sort of similar sort of uh, time. Yeah, true. So she would be well, not that she'd be bothered, but it would put <laughs> my mind at rest that she wouldn't move on and find a nicer human <laughs> to be So it's churlish, but she'd be mindful of someone else for less time. If I so can't have her, no one else can. <laughs> you just want to make sure she's not alone for the twilight years of her life. Yep. That's really sweet. Um, and if she decides she's going to have a midlife crisis, we can buy a red convertible, and that's always fun. <laughs> Do you think I can get away with saying she'll be hotter for longer? <gasps> John, no. No, that's not No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shit. Are, are you saying she's not hot now? I'm going to message her. Oh, no, no. You ain't no spring chicken anymore, according to your husband. John's no, already looking at newer models. No, I did not say that. I quite look forward to growing old together. Like, and cause... Finding, finding a new younger Canadian. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just thinking from her perspective. She'll think that she is. I'll always think that she's beautiful, no matter how old she gets. Aww. But from her perspective, she's concerned about it, getting old. Oh, oh. You know, I don't think it's exclusive to women. I think a lot of people get concerned about the aging process and, you know, people have anxiety. Men have anxiety about, or some do, about going bald or... Um, <laughs> yeah, some of the people, not me, though. Or getting, like, a, you know, a tire around the waist or something like that. It's, you know, and it's, I think, the the secret to a, um, a long and happy marriage is uh, appreciating what other people, what people might think are imperfections, they're actually just, uh, they're like the little things that you admire, but 
you know, if it makes, I think if she could be lot younger for longer, she'd feel happier in in her own self, like have a bit less anxiety about the aging process. And you know, it's it's a, coming from a completely selfless place that if it made her feel happier, then great. My, ten, my... Year, ten years of more happiness. As See, a, my... as a, speaking as a driver, um, I think it'd be more useful for my wife to be 10 years older than I am because she could get a blue badge quicker and I could park her in a child's place. I thought you were going to say it's cheaper insurance premiums, but no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to disable your wife. No. So, I'm just saying that those knees. See, I've, I've, always, uh, I've always had this theory, and it's, it's not just for women, it's for men as well. Um, but there are, there are three types of people out there. You've got those that peak at 18 in, in attractiveness, those that peak at 40, and those that don't peak. And Oh, I'm the last one. <laughs> um, so you never know. I mean, there are plenty of beautiful people that might have been beautiful at 18, but actually they're going to peak at 40. And unfortunately, if you don't peak by the time you're 40, then it's probably probably game over. So... That's why I thought this is quite an interesting question because I, I was wondering whether you were going to fall for the, we'll go purely on the aesthetics part, which luckily you, you didn't really bring up. You just knew it had to be mentioned. Um, I mean, even, the thing is, even if um, my wife was somebody who was going to peak at 40, she's still going to get to 40 eventually, just be 10 years later than it would have been. So When you're 50? Yeah. See, I, I agree with everything you said, John. However, my biggest worry, I mean, first of all, this question won't work on me because it would make my girlfriend 17, and at which point I'd be outcast by most people that I know. Not, um, not unless you lived in Chatteris. Well, true. Um, what a difference three years makes, eh? But my biggest worry is I can barely keep up with her now, and she's only 27. If I couldn't keep up with a 20-year-old, <laughs> I just couldn't do it. I don't have the energy for all the things that the kids want to do. Like Fortnite and Pogs. Yeah, I wouldn't have the energy for a twenty-year-old. And despite all of the positives that you've put out about it, about how basically your wife would live longer and she'd be more attractive than she is now, because those were your words. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> that's not what you said. I know. Um, but, but Matt is is living a life where going to bed early is really appealing, as we discussed last episode. Yeah, I, I think I would go with aging ten plus years. Just because I think it would fit in with my lifestyle better. <laughs> so John wins. I don't know how I brought that off. You did. You did raise some good points. Blue <laughs> badges and broken knees. Exactly. <laughs> so well, that was question two, and I apologise for any repercussions that may cause you. We're ready for question three. I've got nothing else to lose. We'll go for it. <laughs> So after I deliberately phrased question two and three round this way because it might uh, help with the next part. During the podcast, would you rather, or would John rather, sorry, would you rather ask the questions or answer the questions? I'd rather answer them because I have to come up, when I have to come up with stuff, I panic. You guys fuck me over. Repeatedly. <laughs> I was going to say, it doesn't show. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Surely it's the same when you're answering, though. What you screw me over? Oh yeah, I suppose you ask difficult questions about to try and ruin our marriages. 
I'm doing my best to ask ask questions that are insightful and interesting and thought provoking. Sometimes it works, sometimes it falls completely and utterly flat, but I give it a go. But I, I do actually prefer that to answering questions because when um, when it's me versus you, Matt, I do worry and I do wonder what dark avenues we can explore, <laughs> like getting bummed in prison. And for some reason, that's you know come up come up as a topic far too many times in yeah. forty one episodes. Yeah, yeah, it has. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, much for asking the questions because it's the only bit of the show that I really get to to prepare and get to think about um, whether everything else is done on, on the spot. So if I'm having a bit of a bit of a down day, I don't have to like worry and fret about giving both of you my all and 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 playing intellectual tennis. I can just sit back and relax and go, <laughs> eat that shit sandwich that I've just prepared for you. <laughs> Much like I did ten minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, thanks for I that. I mean, I, I, the episodes that I feel most proud of are the ones where I've answered a question really well. You know, you can ask a really good question, but it's going to be the people who answer it that shine. Uh, and I think back, you know, a couple of weeks ago, uh, I answered a question about enslaving the people of Grimsby, and that that was great. You know, I I really feel proud of enslaving Grimsby and building a pyramid in my own honour. That's that's the kind of thing that I want to look back on life and go, yeah, that was time well spent enslaving the people of Grimsby. It's it's quite an interesting question the way you the way you phrase the answers because it's kind of you've got the choice is kind of like almost like hero and villainy but not quite but. As the question answer, you are basically controlling someone else's destiny. They're going to have to speak about something quite specific. They've got a good amount of imagination they can use, but essentially you're saying, these are your two options, now go with it, and you're very much the puppet master. Whereas as the answerer, you're in control of your own destiny. So you're facing... How many times have we discovered that this podcast is like herding cats? The best laid plans of mice and men never lead you to where you think you're going to ask people to go when you ask them a question this is why i I really pride myself in giving you two genuinely viable options not jordan's signature would you want five pounds or to be punched in the neck (laughs) (laughs) but that that's what i mean that i mean i i can't decide we we swapped it up after episode 20 where i wouldn't be asking hold on hold on hold on i'm gonna make a note of that (laughs) (laughs) we switched it up after episode 20 where i wouldn't be asking questions every week because i wanted to answer them and I get really excited now when I'm asking the questions, but I thoroughly enjoy answering them as well. And it's there's just so much, like John said, there's it's brilliant when you get to answer a question well, and it's awful when you answer a question badly. But at the same time, when you ask a good question and you get all these interesting answers, it's really interesting. But alternatively, when you ask a question that falls flat on its face or doesn't quite go the way not that you were expecting, but that you were hoping it would go in an interesting way, you do feel a bit like, oh, that didn't quite go. And that's not just down to the question asker, that's down to the people answering as well. But it's, 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 it's... I think it is down to the people answering as well, but who it reflects badly on tends to be the person who asked the question. <laughs> and that's, uh, you can't, can't think of any examples at all. I tend to find the hardest bit about this show is picking one side or another sometimes it's so easy that it's it's like shooting fish in a barrel it's like you've just you've just given up other times it's 
genuinely insightful for both of you and it's it's very very difficult also i yeah being being the question asker is definitely harder for for me because i have to let one of you down and that's, that's, that's the hardest part of doing it to be honest i go through and i and i'm just thinking through the repercussions who's who's gonna feel <laughs> least bad about about this who seems to be in a bad mood and like, <laughs> put them in a worse mood who needs a win this week <laughs> and that's i find that really hard picking between you whereas at least you know i answer the questions most of the time i lose but john can know, i just can i just stop you for a second um, other John, can we just both reassure John that no matter how many times we lose a question on this podcast, neither of us is going to go and walk off the edge of a cliff. Like, speak for yourself, mate. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's fine. You you redeemed yourself. Um, you really have. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. So. Wait, who was what? asking the question? I think all of us are answering it. No, I'm I'm just ribbing off of answers because I'm trying to go in that direction where I don't really know what the answer is when I ask them. Now I'm trying not to have a decision. Well, that's that's the way it should be. Not not the first twenty loaded questions. Oh, shut up, dinosaur versus bookcase. That was him. So you still won it. Because dinosaurs obviously better than bookcase. Anyway, we digress. Do carry on, John. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, I mean, so when I'm answering questions, um, I've got an opportunity to potentially impress my friends if I come up with a good answer. If I don't, then my other friend gets to win. They get a small little bonus in their life uh, and I don't have to choose a loser. It's not so much choosing a loser, but choosing a winner. When you ask a good question, you want to reward your friend that's actually put a bit of thought and effort into how they're going to answer it rather than just going least common denominator and choosing fart jokes. Part part of me wants to be offended that John thinks that both of our lives are that empty that we really rely on a win from this podcast, but to be honest, he's right. <laughs> <laughs> I really do like winning. <laughs> so, there, there are no taking part medals in life. <laughs> so, closing arguments then. Um Pinterest is shit because I can't copy the URL of the dinosaur bookcase that I found. <laughs> so if you give me like 30 seconds more to like think of a closing argument. Nope. John wins because once again, you're not paying attention. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to help. How is being on Pinterest looking at pictures of dinosaur bookcases ever going to help anything? Because I'm going to put it in the group chat and you're going to love it. John wins. I don't remember what he picked, but he wins nonetheless. Answer answer. answer the questions. And the amazing irony of it is by answering the questions well, it means you have to end up asking the questions. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, spot on. Well, that was led for some hopefully entertaining listening folks. And if not, you can go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. This has been Wood John Rather, and we'll see you next week. I've been John, and 41 episodes it's taken to break John. (laughs) And I've been John, and I don't take that back. Ta ra.
I'm going cool. to watch cartoons because I've recently realised it is more socially acceptable to tell people I'm watching cartoons rather than anime. <laughs> <laughs>